Grand Rising and welcome back to the podcast. So glad you could make it and so glad you could be here with me in this space. The title of this episode is What Happened to Yoga? And I want to talk about what happened to yoga in my life. I've been studying yoga now for about six years. And I became certified in 2020 in a way to solidify my teachings to myself and possibly position myself to offer it as a community for black men and black women in a way to help us heal. Everything about it was great and continues to be. What happened to yoga, I would say, is that on the social side, it became this big buzzword. Everyone wanted to do it and look good physically. Then when you, or then when we as a community started learning of what it really means to do yoga and be a yogi and practice the internal work and actually going deep and talking to your shadow and doing the work, I think socially people ran away from that. They really liked the idea of looking good, but when you actually had to do the work, they're like, nah, 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 that's not the type of yogi I want to be or the yoga I want to do. I just want to look good. I don't want to talk about nothing. So, of course, for me, I got lost because I'm wondering why you don't want to talk about nothing as a community in a safe space. And so I stepped away because my yoga or f- yoga for me was all about the healing work. When I started the practice, it was just stretching, but stretching felt good. I didn't attend any classes because it came from my martial arts background. We used to stretch a lot there in class. But when I was home on my own, I would still stretch. I didn't need the class or the people to try to help heal myself in that way. And I love knowledge and I love to study about the self and the spirituality and religions. So when I found the spirituality and the teachings of yoga, I was like, oh, word, this is great. A physical way to go inward. Let's do it. I definitely didn't consider myself a yogi. But all my friends would tell you, at least the ones that were around me, yep. Howard would just randomly start stretching and we'd just sit there for a couple of minutes. It wasn't nothing. It's just what he did. Never really talked about it because it didn't really matter. It wasn't he wasn't hurting anything or we was just us. I was accepted in that way. So again, when I became certified, it really wasn't to make any money, for sure. <laughs> but it definitely was a way for me to feel like I can at least knew, know that what I'm talking about, I know what I'm talking about. And if people want to feel like they're with someone that went through a class, they, they would have that in me. Because you didn't need a certification to be a yoga instructor. And I still think that's true. But for most cases going forward, especially when you're doing healing work and you're going to be dealing with people's emotions and and the space is unique, you want to have tools. You want to have ways that you can help people that are beyond your made-up practices, but actual science or things that you know can work for people um, in a general sense or even a specific sense. 
So I saw it as a way to get better again with myself, but in a way that if I'm helping people, I'm doing it the right way. But when all of that changed in my own world, because I had this path, these three paths going on, my career, um, my, my business, and as well as my personal life, all were coming together in a way that made it difficult for me to see the authenticity in my offerings of my classes. I offered workshops, I offered guided meditations, I offered yoga practices. But what I felt was happening with the people that practice with me is that, I don't know, they didn't feel, I didn't feel like my work was actually working for them. Like they came to me because they like me and how I may offer my work, but I don't know if they were actually seeking help or if they were looking for a way to actually heal. Now, again, this is in my world and it does sound biased to me as I say it. So I want to go ahead and put it out there that it's, it's not for me to say I'm making this judgment on anybody. But then when I started thinking about the time I was putting into the work and the, le- the legacy and or the history or the purpose of it and actually what it's doing, and then I started looking for that and didn't find it. I felt that, okay, well, the best thing I want to do now to keep myself clean and authentic about my approach is to step away from giving classes and offering uh, things at value. When I started doing it for free, it was great. And I really loved the attention and energy I was getting from offering this free work because I didn't have any type of um, hang up when it came to sharing it online or sharing it in any space. But when the business side of it came along it didn't work out too well or it wasn't working out too well so i didn't give up i actually started an llc and then stepped back from offering the practice altogether whether free or at value i'm back now just offering it for free what happened to yoga it's that it goes in waves, especially in my life. I never stop stretching for sure. Never stop doing meditation. Never stop doing the stillness practice of it. And I want to continue offering that space or being in that space in an authentic way. So I offer sit and meditate with me sessions on Instagram live. If you've seen it or you might see it, please know After listening to this episode, that's what it's coming from. That's where I'm coming from with this space. I'm returning back to a more still and authentic expression of yoga for me um, in a way that I feel is healing personally and in a way that I would love for us to find healing for each other and, you know, for yourself, which is for each other. I think it's so super important that if you want to help people, you find a way to help them from a place that you're strong at, something that you're good at, something that you can do without any kind of ego or you could wake up in the morning and do it. There are many things I can do like that in my life, but meditation, offering stillness in the breath, learning how to go inwards, I do that a lot. So (laughs) I do that a lot. So I want to continue offering that for free. And that's where that stands on my Instagram. 
So if you see that, that's what's going on there. Again, thanks so much. Um, I guess the last piece of this episode is maybe in your life, there's a space where you used to do something, you thought you needed to do it, and then you stopped doing. Now you're here. I want you to know you're not alone. This is why I share this space as well with you. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I don't know if I did the best approach of how I'm saying what I'm saying, but really and truly, I love the idea of getting better through disciplines and practices that teaches you to go inward as much as a way to balance with the external world. Yoga, parkour, dancing, rhyming, just to name a few, are the things in my life that I can't live without. They are my energy meters. They, they, they re, they're my batteries. They help recharge me. So the more I meditate, the more I do yoga, the more I do parkour, the more I rhyme, the more I just live in those spaces, the more it works. Everything works. I'm not sad or depressed in a state of loss. And if I ever get there, because I'm human enough to believe it's okay to be sad and depressed sometimes, I have tools to get me out of it. So meditation is my, one of my magic tools that I'm sharing with you for free. <sighs> Happy everything. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you're in a positive space. And if you're not, you're working on it. And it's okay if you're not. Namaste.